Today I'm going to be talking about the seasons of the menstrual cycle. I wish I was taught this earlier, but no one taught me. So I really want to instill this in women so that they can actually utilize these seasons to better their mental health, how they schedule their day-to-day -day happenings, and you know, to treat the menstrual cycle as more of a ceremony than an inconvenience. That's really the goal. <laughs> um, because once I learned to do that, to really honor my bleed and the other seasons of my cycle, I was able to access this place of understanding of my desires, of my energy levels, of how I can navigate this world effectively as a female-bodied person. I want to remind people that you do not need to identify as a woman to have a womb to benefit from this information. In fact, if you are a man watching this, I'm happy that you are because it is very informative regardless. <laughs> there are four seasons of the menstrual cycle, just like there are four seasons that we experience in the world. So you can think of them that way, like fall, winter, summer, spring, right? Let's start with the winter, which if you hadn't already got the inclination, that is the bleed, that is the menstruation time. So this winter is very much like a death. It is a coming back into oneself to really just reflect in your own space, just receiving any visions around things that you've been working toward throughout the rest of the month. It's a beautiful time to assess how have I been showing up? How would I like to continue forward? What can I do in this period of rest that will be most restorative so that when I'm not bleeding, I'm able to step into the world in a fresh way because this season detoxes your body and prepares you for the spring. It's a really beautiful time to unwind and let go and um, one of the things that really helps me connect to my menstrual cycle is free bleeding. Free bleeding is essentially not utilizing feminine hygiene products. And the reason I started doing that um, is because for one, these products ha can have a lot of chemicals in them. A lot of chemicals that, you know, create disharmony down there. I realized that my blood was smelling absolutely disturbing. And it was embarrassing, like I wouldn't want anyone near me when I was bleeding in case they smelt me or something. And, and now that I have been free bleeding, my blood very much smells like gingerbread, which has been super delightful and has actually increased my magnetism uh, on my bleed. And like my, my partner is super attracted to me when I'm bleeding, like I'm bleeding right now. This is like a super sovereign way for me to feel into the natural flow of my body and to become acquainted with how my body actually works and what comes in and out of it. The, the way that I typically do it is I have um, a good number of dark bottoms, like I'm wearing black pants right now, and 
I can just bleed into them and then the blood washes out in the washer. There's no staining, nothing, and that's perfect for when your bleed is light. I have a little extra coverage for when things are getting heavier with the blood flow. Um, I went to some vintage shops and found these like floral pieces that I made sure were not made with any synthetic materials that were in my price zone and just felt sacred, you know? Sacred, I fold them up and like place them inside of my um, panties or whatever I wanna do and it just, yeah. And then if it gets soaked on one side, I'll flip it and like, you know, sit on the other side. And if you are worried about sitting on furniture or anything like that, I like to keep a dark piece of fabric that I can fold up and place underneath me so I don't ruin anyone's furniture or it's a nice like something to lay on when you're sleeping so I've been doing it this way for about I think this is my eighth cycle now and it has been absolutely wonderful and I realized I have way less pain in my body I just I mean obviously everyone's going to have a different type of menstrual but for me it it like dramatically increased how I feel about myself, how it feels to be a bleeding body, to honor my blood and to even give it back to the earth at times. Like I love to, to drip my blood into the earth uh, or the rivers. It is just the most ancient connective practice <laughs> you could be doing. It is so um, absolutely timeless. You know, if you haven't done that before, I encourage you to get a little outrageous and try it. <laughs> what I was saying about my partner being attracted to me, specifically when I'm on my bleed, um, there's kind of this idea about bleeding people where it's like, you're in your sweatpants and like, you're just diving in the ice cream and like, super pissed off and like, easily irritable and stuff. and. I say that that is just a story and we do not need to identify with that story. Something that's helped me to release that is to adopt a story that I would rather have and that story I'd rather have is the wise woman which takes care, respects and lets go and retreats into her process. So. I know that there's some people who also on their menstrual enjoy yoni steaming, which is essentially um, hot water with, with herbs that you'll, you'll sit over the bowl and allow the, the herbs to cleanse the yoni. Feel free to ask for some resources because I know plenty of people and suppliers who can hook you up and it's quite magical. <laughs> um, Okay, so once you go through the menstrual, then the spring comes, which is the follicular. In the follicular, the ideas and the inspiration that you had derived from your menstrual is able to bloom with this rise in energy. This is like a very dynamic time. This is, this is like a fresh beginning. You're detoxed, you're ready to go. It feels more playful again, like, like you're awakening. This is a really great time to learn and to analyze the world around you and kind of get your bearings again, you know? Follicular, for me, um, 
is often a great time to, yeah, take action, to use this vitality. So I see the follicular as a dynamic follow through time. And then after that is the ovulatory phase, which is the summer. This is um, the only time that women can actually get pregnant. Um, this is just a super expressive time, like a magnetism is brewing. It just feels so sexy. Like you'll know when you're ovulating. This is a great time for connection. Um, I love to schedule any job interviews or talks with others like on those days because that is when I feel the most invigorated and um, productive and generous and, you know, uh, feeling really capable and beautiful. It is wonderful and juicy. Then it goes into the longest phase, the luteal, which is the, the autumn, which is right before the bleed. This is where you often hear about PMS, things like this. <sighs> I want to drop that story as well. It can be a super activating time emotionally because it is a time of preparation for the bleed and that can look kind of rough sometimes. <laughs> um, but it's a very intuitive time. This is a time that you really get to um, choose where and how you're spending your energy. This is the time of the cycle that I love to like tie up loose ends, get things kind of like in their place uh, before my bleed so that I'm set up well and I can just relax into it and be my wise woman. But that takes being assertive. That takes having, for me personally, like spiritually oriented, um, nesting, getting getting sexual even it's just a super potent time so potent and like i used to feel some really intense emotions during this time it was incredibly uncomfortable and i took it upon myself to uh, <laughs> take a little luteal adventure if i was really feeling like stuck and tight and like a luteal adventure oh my god that was like a game changer <laughs> this is like when i'm feeling so fucking pent up and like irritated and just don't want to be around anybody and i'm just like there's some residual things to work through before my bleed so that i can fully release and so for me that looks like going out in nature by myself Maybe there's some plant medicine involved. Maybe there's some ritual involved. Just any way that I can to work through this energy and to be in my own presence and like really purify myself so that I can go into the bleed more easily and I'm not just like crabby and like, yeah, like my partner really appreciates this. <laughs> You can look up some cycle tracking apps if that's something that you want to do. Um, otherwise, for me, I just kind of count the days 
that feels best for me. And taking note of like, am I in my summer? Am I still in my winter? Like really being attentive to your body and to what your body needs. Ultimately, no matter what these seasons are about, I think it's so important to be in tune with your body's needs and to honor those because when we honor our body's needs, we build trust with ourselves and whenever we're asked to follow through or show up in a big way, then we're going to have that emotional currency with ourselves to be able to do that. I hope that this was informative to you and that you got some ideas and I would love to share more practices about how to connect with your yoni and your cycle and some history on uh, the menstrual cycle. So those will be coming. Much love, homies.